All right, so Minister of uh, Arts and Culture, Natim Tetwa, um, uh, spoke on how they are planning to, re- to, to erect a 100-meter South African flag monument that will cost the country 2 million rands. So this has people concerned about the government's priorities, especially in time when the country is going through a strenuous economic phase that resulted into hundreds and thousands of job loss. So to join me on this conversation now is Brother Snetemba Machaya, who is a political commentator. Good afternoon to you, brother. Welcome to IFM and welcome to Drive Time. Hey, good um, afternoon to you and the listeners. Yes, I'm sure that you heard and uh, you have also maybe been talking about uh, this issue that we are, we are looking at today of this 22 million rand flag that needs to be erected. I, I mean, what's your take on this? Look, um, I think um, we need as a country to really, you know, um, um, look into the way we, our, priority, our priorities are aligned. Mm. Um, it tells you that, you know, um, as a country, um, we, we don't know our priorities. I mean, uh, you know, under these, you know, economic circumstances where, you know, uh, there are a lot of job losses mm. and, we, you know, um, came out of uh, COVID-19, people lost jobs and uh, poverty has, has, you know, increased as well. And you erect, you know, when one erects a 22 million um, worth of uh, flat. Mm. I mean, it does not make sense. It's absolutely, you know, um, it's a smack on the face of, you know, of, of taxpayers who are under pressure. All right. You know, in, in terms of this, uh, many people are actually giving their concerns in terms of what you have just said now, um, the loss of job due, during COVID-19. And many other people, because he is a minister of sports, recreation, arts and culture. In this country, we have um, so much, so many unemployed, because artists, rather, they are mainly independent, they are freelancers. And in this case, you have uh, a situation where many of these artists don't have jobs and they are still suffering. We are looking at the sports side of things as well, which uh, is, is not even effective as, as, as we're looking at it. And we are going for this 22 million flag. But I just want to understand what could be the, the main reason or why is it so important for the Minister of Sports, Arts and Culture to push for this 22 million run flag? Uh, look, my brother. In in principle, <clears throat> I, I I really you know appreciate and, and 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 support you know the erection of flag. In fact, it should be you know happening across the country because if you look at you know America, mm. in each and every office or almost each and every office, including private and public you know uh, offices, you always get a national flag. Yes, and you can see the pride of Americans when you know uh, you know even in sports, you know even the way they carry themselves. Even the movies. Yes, they could die for the flag. Mm. So I appreciate that. But in terms of, you know, um, our, our, our economy, I don't think that should be a priority. But as Natim Chetra, you know, puts it as well, it says, you know, it's good for social cohesion and so on. But I think that money should be redirected, you know, uh, uh, to, 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 to other things. Like, for instance, we know that many artists failed, sorry, um, were struggling, you know, uh, during COVID. Yes. Why isn't that money made available to support those artists? Mm. You know, uh, you know, uh, sports, grassroots sports, you know, in, in schools and so on. They need money. Even, you know, uh, you know, Banyana Banyana was just won, you know, uh, the, the cap, uh, the, the cap champion, the cap women's, um, uh, you know, uh, competition. Yes. We are requiring as a country that money must be made available for them mm. so that they can be also, you know, to, to be able to take care of their families. But money has, been, has not been available, uh, made available. But for this flag, 
I don't know what's behind what, what is it that is behind the flag. All right. That you know Nigeria is willing to you know is not willing to listen uh, you know to the cries of South Africans. So you have spoken about uh, that that the, the the importance of this flag that it is so essential and crucial and it is important for um, social cohesion. I just want to tap on that. How important is it in that uh, uh, social cohesion? I want you to expand to, to expand on that one. Look for, for, for our national identity. And also remember, the national flag, it's one of the things or symbols that bring us together as a country. We all, you know, we're all, you know, um, uh, you know, have allegiance to that flag because it represents, you know, all of us. So in that sense, it is important that we have that flag. But uh, as I was saying to you, it should be made a norm or rather a culture that in each and every you know, public spaces, mm. even in offices and, 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 and other buildings, that there should be a national flag. But especially, you know, in times like these where our country, you know, is, 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 is so divided in, in, in so many ways, economically and otherwise, I think that could help. But not now, you know, under, you know, uh, the, 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 the circumstances that we find ourselves in as far as, you know, the fiscal uh, pressures are, are concerned. Mm. I do not think it's the right time to use, you know, such... Um, for if you look, also, if you look at the, the flag here in PE at the Tonkin Reserve, yes. it costed around, um, just around $2 million in, in, in 2009. Yes. And, and it's 60 meters, and this one is 100 uh, meters. I do not understand how um, is it that it, you know, uh, it costs only $2 million as well. And, and, this, that's what, and this flag at the, at the Duncan, I hear that uh, it, it costs about 20,000 rand a month to, to maintain? Yes, yes. But, 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 but my point is, if you look at, you know, um, the, 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 the difference between the two million in as far as the construction and erection is concerned, mm. I mean, the, 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 the difference is huge. Yes. And, and the meters are not that, you know, because the other one is 60 and the other one is 100. Mm. So, so I, I do not understand why Minister Natim Tetra, you know, is pushing. But it also shows and tells you the kind of government that we have that does not listen, you know, uh, uh, to its people. Mm. So people actually are, are looking at uh, this angle here. They are saying um, it is just a way of looting money. I have seen on social media people um, giving their inputs on what they think around this. And some of them are saying that, okay, I believe that uh, he just realized that there is this thing called looting. And he's very late on that one. No, I'm saying that people are saying uh, he's just looking for a way to, to, to loot the money because it needs the, uh, the, the, the approval of the president, right? Mm, mm, mm. Look, it, it, it can't be it can't be ruled out. You know, uh we know how our government is unfortunately. And um you know there's, there's a trust deficit between you know, the citizens and and and, and, and uh, you know and, and our government. Mm. But also this you know says a lot about us as citizens. Yes. Why are we quiet? Why are we only on social media when things like these are happening when our government is not listening to us? Mm. When our government is, you know, misusing, you know, um, the the hard end taxes or monies, you know, or, or, or that we've contributed into, you know, um, into the fiscal, why are we not, you know, uh, taking action? These questions also, you know, are the type of citizenry, you know, that uh, we we have, you know, as South Africans as well. But what but kind of action? What kind of action can the citizens take? Look, there are a lot of uh, actions. There's petitions, you know, uh, you know, there's picketing, and and and, and so on. So there are, there are a lot of mechanisms that, you know, our citizens can engage in. The first one, as I alluded, you know, it could be petition or mass petition against it. Mm. Or if he does not listen, we could, you know, uh, you know, protest and picket. 
But I think I've seen the, the, the situations where people picket and do the petitions and everything else. Those does not yield to, to, to anything at, at some point. Maybe it may, it, it, in, in, in some cases it works, but in, at, at, uh, at this kind of a situation, I remember when this story came out, uh, the president even spoke on the public platform saying that, I mean, he said no. I mean, they made a joke about it in any way because they had people, I mean, the outcry of the people in, in, the, in the communities. And that's why president mm. said no. We cannot go ahead with this because our people are angry. Our people don't want this thing to go ahead. But now, in spite of that, they had the cry of the communities, but they still want to go further with it. Look, my brother, unfortunately, when you speak of, you know, um, the president, um, the president is not, uh, you know, um, a thoughtful, you know, uh, person. Mm. And uh, I think he was just saying that just to entice us, you know, as, as, as citizens, yes. so that we can forget and then uh, at the later stage they can, you know, do whatever that they, they want to do. But also it shows you that the center doesn't hold. Mm. If the head of the state tells, you know, the minister who's appointed by him that, you know, um, um, we should put, you know, on hold, you know, this project, and then the minister comes back to say, no, no, in fact, we're going to continue this project, it shows you that the center doesn't hold. And, you know, uh, probably even, 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 even them as ministers, they do not respect, you know, uh, uh, the president. Mm. Hence, you know, uh, these things are happening under his watch. But also, as I said earlier, that the president is not a man to be trusted. He has lied to us, uh, you know, uh, many times on public platforms. Mm. Okay, so now that you're bringing up this thing that the president has, has lied many times on the public, public platforms, um, I just want to chip in this one. I don't know if you might be comfortable to, to, to talk about it, but uh, this is a situation of Tabombeki lashing out on uh, President uh, Sir Ramaphosa, saying that um, he has failed to address problems of South Africa. Um, in this case... I had before him, it was his brother, Moelet Mbeki, who also spoke around this very same issue. He, he said that um, President Ramaphosa is not a president at all. He's not fit for the president. And um, he's just a businessman of, of, of sort. I'm just paraphrasing of what he said. So mm, mm. do you think there's perhaps something that is brewing that we don't understand the reason why these folks are going out here? But I've seen also in this case, Julius Malema um, spoke against what Tabombeki did. Um, he said that uh, uh, Tabombeki has no moral authority to call out on Saran Ramaphosa on these issues. Look, um, I, I agree with, uh, you know, uh, Julius Malema on what he said. Because remember, Tabombeki is the one who came out and said you must, you know, uh, support, uh, you know, or people must rather, you know, vote for the ANC under the leadership of uh, Sel Ramaphosa. Mm. Now he comes back and says, you know, uh, no, this man, uh, 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 you know, uh, he has not done what he had promised, you know, uh, during Sona and so on. But remember also, this is a tendency with, you know, uh, ANC whenever, you know, a sitting president is kind of approaching his term, yes. they start coming up. Mm. Because I suppose they are preparing, you know, or they are aligning themselves with whoever that is might, you know, uh, challenge the president. Mm. So, but also, there's nothing new in terms of what Chabombeke uh, uh, has said. It's what he's been saying in South Africa. That, yes. you know, this man is not a president. This man is just a face who's used, you know, by capital. Remember, you know, uh, uh, Silra Maposa is the product of capital. He's being told what to do and so on. Even, 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 even if you, if, if you check, uh, you know, uh, the last time we spoke, the interview that we, I, I had with you guys, yes. when we spoke about, you know, the issue of electricity, you know, uh, Ramaphosa is unbundling, you know, ESCOM is privatizing ESCOM. And the question that we should ask, the obvious question that we'll ask, uh, is that who stands to benefit in this unbundling process? And mm. I said that they, you know, those who contributed, you know, into the CR17. So, so this is a 
president who does not make decisions, who gets told what to do. So it's true that, uh, unfortunately, we do not have a president, uh, but, you know, uh, rather, you know, um, someone who's just a face, but there's people who, uh, who someone who's got handlers. Mm. And uh, hence I'm saying to you, no, the sender doesn't hold. But Chabombik, uh, I think he was opportunistic in his approach. Why he was required the whole time? Because it's not, um, you know, uh, the issues that we are confronted with have not started now. Mm. So do you ever, pay- since, ever since, you know, uh, this man took over, South Africa has gone, you know, uh, you know, uh, you, you know, everything has gone, you know, uh, has taken, you know, um, a, a different direction. Okay, when you talk about that, uh, taking a different direction, I'm sure and I do believe that um, even during the time of uh, Zuma, people wanted Zuma to go out, Zuma must fall. You had the, you had the, what you call the, the hashtag, even the songs came out, Zuma must go. And um, now that the, 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 the savior, uh, Tumamina, came in, it is the same situation, he must go as well. So should we blame him or should we blame something else? Because I don't think that it is his problems um, or, or maybe Zuma's problems, but these are the problems that um, maybe we have inherited from the past uh look um mine is um i think the issue is not you know the individuals per se but number one is the system you have to understand that um you know um as as, as you just now alluded that it could be you know our past and i want to agree with you because the systems are meant to favor you know the structure the system is meant to favor you know certain sections of of, of society so it doesn't matter really who comes and sits hence you know i am also you know of the view that at some point we need to sit down and maybe abolish the entire system mm. and start afresh but with that being said you know uh you know uh we find now ourselves you know uh saying that you know <laughs> it looks like in fact zuma was better than sir ramaphosa because things under sir ramaphosa have have gone, you know, a Western, you know, a uh, uh, Zuma type, mm. and 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 the approach that he has taken is that the majority, you know, uh, you know, is the one that are feeling the pain, is the one are the ones that are rather, you know, feeling the pains, mm. and the minorities, you know, are the ones that you know are flourishing, you know, under under, under his leadership. Yes. So the problem here is the, is the system itself, but also the ANC. Mm. If our people, you know, uh, are really serious about this country, I think they need to really, you know, uh, think different when we go to 2024. So if you say that the problem is the ANC, uh, which part now can be the best fit for, I mean, to, to, to run the country without having problems? Pardon? If, if we say that the problem is within the ANC, so which party can come in power and say that I am going to, uh, we are going to address the issues that South Africa has been facing? Do we have any political party that can come in power and say we are going to change things now? Look, uh, I, I can't, you know, um, uh, be on this platform and uh, be seen as a person who's campaigning for a certain political <laughs> party. If I may. It's your views. It's your views, brother. <laughs> no, no. Um, but, but I think um, any political party that would put you know, the interest of our people, you know, first, any political party that uh, believes you know, in the sharing of the resources of our country. I think, um, you know, um, and, and, and closing the gap between the poor and, and, and the rich. Mm. I think um, any party that, you know, prioritizes that, education for education as well, is a political party that I think maybe should be given a chance when we go to 2024. Have you mentioned the party? No? Pardon? Or you said the party that prioritizes our people, right? Mm-hmm. So do we have the party that prioritizes our people here? Look, uh, there are a lot of uh, political parties that have been doing some great work. 
in the opposition benches who have, you know, proven that, uh, you know, they take, you know, the plight of our of our people very seriously. Mm. So, uh, 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 and, and uh, there's plenty of them. So, hence I'm saying that any party that, you know, um, would, you know, really, you know, uh, uh, show that um, they're serious about you prioritizing our people and also, you know, having a socialist kind of program that takes care of our people and, uh, and, and educate them, that political party should be given a chance. Mm, okay, because you know in South Africa right now, I believe it is, could be the world crisis as well. But for now, I do believe that we have so many issues that needs to be addressed like urgently. And uh, when we speak about our community, um, what is the most important problem or maybe issues that needs to be addressed urgently? Because if you look at the, at, at the rate we are in right now, I don't know, I don't know. It's just too too many things. Mm, mm. Look, um, the, the, the main issue, my brother, is the issue of unemployment. Unemployment. Yes. If, if we can, you know, sort of um, try to resolve that issue, I think many of our problems could, you know, really be sort of, uh, you know, be, um, um, you know, sort of be, be, be reduced. Mm. But uh, the main issue is, 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 is you know, uh, the issue of unemployment rate. Really. When we speak, you know, to many people on the ground, you know, especially young people and the issue of drug, you know, alcohol and abuse. But when we speak to them, they say if we could find employment and find things that could make us busy, I mean, uh, you know, we could be saved from, you know, uh, these social ills. Thank you very much for your time, my brother. Snetemba Machaya. Thank you. Thank you very much, my brother. Lovely stuff. All right. That is a political, political commentator, Snetemba Machaya, just weighing in on the issue of the 22 million rand flag that has been proposed by the Minister of uh, Sports, Recreation, Arts and Culture, Minister Natin Tetwa, which ha- is, has been opposed by the President Ramaphosa himself. But now the Minister wants to move ahead, go ahead with that. We are not so sure why could be the reason or why is the push for now and people have so many things to say but what are you saying around this do you have anything to say 